0: The Columbus River Dragons are back on the ice this fall looking for another league championship. Season ticket memberships for every home game in the 2022-23 season are available now by visiting ourdragonscom tickets or by calling the offices at 706-507-4625. Don't miss familiar foes like the Carolina Thunderbirds and the Watertown Wolves come to town. Or how about the newest Southern rival to the FPHL, the Mississippi Sea Wolves. Ticket packages start as low as $300 for all 28 home games this season. Call 706-507-4625 for more details all right everyone welcome to another episode of two minutes for roughing i am back here with mark aka the prospector mark uh looks like we have a quite an interesting news week but not exactly a uh big like everything's gonna happen right now week it's uh very interesting <laughs> this past week when it comes to everything new in the world of hockey yeah uh you know i I was telling you before the
1: stream, uh, I thought August was going to be quiet, but no, there's now stuff already coming out for what could happen in 2023 coming out this week, this past week. And one of those is actually some big updates from the Western Professional Hockey League.
0: Yeah, I mean, the, the WPHL, I I, don't, I I think before Talking Myers, when they kind of had their first you know, sprinklings. I kind of, I kind of threw them off because I was like, yeah, I've seen this story before. It's been, you know, I, these leaks say they're gonna happen. They'll, they'll go, they'll go through a cycle of, oh, we have money, we have blah blah blah, and then folds, and nothing happens. But the WPHL, they're 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 doing their thing. Um, but it's very interesting to say at the least. Uh, so you you've been really onto this story. I'll kind of let you take the lead on this part.
1: Yeah, so so originally this is back. This, this is going to go back several months. The WPHL announced a team in Billings, Montana, called the Billings Blizzard. I thought that was pretty good, but it turns out the owners of this team, and as they all, also owned a couple arena football teams, uh, they don't got the money anymore. <laughs> so they have have now in the last week been kicked out of the league.
0: Yeah, and- that, that oh that was. Yeah, okay. For those who have not seen this, Mark, I'm sorry for interrupting you, but yeah, no problem. I think we can both admit the conduct of how this happened was pretty funny. The WPHL has been silent for months, basically on this. Yep. I think they would make a post every once in a while. Like everyone's no, like, okay, the last you're, you're
1: post before in the last, before the last like
0: week was like mid late April. Oh, I must have been thinking like I must. I think maybe it was just everyone talking about it. I was like, okay, they must have made another post or something. Nope. But and here's gave- the thing. And the Billings team last made a post in mid-May.
1: So we're talking almost three months without any mention of the WPHL and four months without anything from the league itself.
0: Wow. I just realized, yeah, that is a big gap. But it it was randomly announced through these Facebook posts. We're like, oh, yeah, we're getting rid of – they they said we're disassociating from the ownership group of uh, Billington – Am I saying it? Is it Billings? Is it, uh, B- Billings. Okay, Bill. I, I always like, I always screw up the names when it comes to these smaller towns. Billings. I, I, I'm going to screw it up again. Billings is about but, as, it's bigger than Peoria, I think. Yeah, that was big. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's it, true. It is Montana. You know, you got to you gotta live somewhere. It's literally
1: actually, yeah. It's a pure. It's Peoria size, a little smaller
0: than metro, but that's about it. Yeah, and then they is disassociated, disassociated from the team itself, so. That, that was really random. And then um, Monday, while I was doing the show, Talking Miners, boom, they dropped the schedule. And it was like really random. It was like halfway through the show. And Mark, I mean, this seems like a pretty decent schedule. at First, I'll let you explain what the WPHL is kind of doing. But of course, there's, the, there's a one so- very interesting piece sticking out when it comes to the schedule.
1: Yeah, so... The WPHL still has one team that they announced long, long ago, and that's the Las Vegas Millionaires, and that's kind of their home base team, so to speak. Now, the Millionaires are going to be playing teams out of, like, Santa Rosa, California, Vail, uh, Vail Colorado, Reno, Nevada. Also, randomly, uh, Fond du Lac, in, which is in Wisconsin. <laughs> uh, they aren't traveling there, at least but they're playing a bunch of these teams and all these teams are semi-pro or senior amateur. Now you're probably wondering, wait, why is the league that's called the Western professional hockey league is playing all these teams? Well, to, to what they, what the league has told uh, the public and to me is that they are basically testing the markets. Like they're, Apparently, a few of these ownership groups. I'm not sure which ones yet, but are looking to maybe take that step to go pro. So they're going to use these games to sort of uh, build interest in the league and also uh, see how the markets do and whether they could like go into the league like when the actual inaugural season happens in 2023. Now, the idea is actually not a bad idea. It's very different, very out there. But when it comes to like small arenas, you know, markets and like teams that could fit the size of likely what the league is gonna be going for,
0: it's actually a really smart idea.
1: So Yeah, I yeah, mean
0: but. Yeah. But but I, I think I think the issue is for me still when it comes to WPHL, I'm I've been a lot more skeptical about this than you, and that's Strange for me because it's usually the opposite. Usually, I'm the more optimistic. Usually, you're the more pessimistic uh, when it comes to these newer things. Is that I'm I'm not a huge fan of. I, I pointed this out. It feels like there's a good they're, they're like starting where it's like okay we're gonna play these like afternoon games, and then if you're gonna really want to test your your markets, why are you playing games? Uh, by the way, this isn't like oh it's at home for Las Vegas. It's away. And so, for example, the Veil Yeti game. On the twenty fifth, which is like I think that's literally Thanksgiving night. Um, that's a, at ten fifty seven p.m. as of the current schedule. Now, now that
1: yeah, it looks a little weird. I'm guessing these are all the times are all
0: placeholders. I'm that's, sorry they're way too they're way too specific to be uh, placeholders for me. Like, I don't know. That, that's it's just, uh it's weird.
1: Yes, but I feel like there's something something there. Like there's a reason why it's like this. Like, like, I don't think they're, I don't think these are the final times. I don't know. I, I,
0: I, I sadly think they are because they, they, they make way too much sense. Like it, it just lines up with, it's probably the, these, these ice arenas, there's probably only two to three sheets of ice, especially if you're on the West coast, they're not as big as compared to like an, a North, Northeast uh, ice facility. And Arcanda, for example. And it's just like that this makes sense. Like you're you're having to push your games this late. And by the way, I've noticed there's some differences from the last time I looked at this. They have pushed down some times, especially like some of the city national arena games. those are 100 percent changed. So we could see these games change. So we could see like and it makes sense
1: that the uh, city national arena games have changed because you know they actually have a bit more control over that since that's where they're gonna be mainly playing out of for home games although they have stated that uh, on the uh, picture they sent out like on the image they sent out for the schedule release that some of the games maybe moved from City National to Pepsi Ice Arena which was going to be the original home of the millionaires actually back when the league was first announced but so that's another thing we have to keep looking out for so some of the City National Arena games could be turned into Pepsi Ice Arena games
0: yeah. And uh, again, uh, just for another example, I wanna I want I just wanna point this out. November eighteenth, Snoopy Ice Arena, so that's Santa Rosa, four yeah. PM game. That's normal. Good good job. That's a nice little early <laughs> afternoon game. You could do that. November nineteenth, the next day, ten fifty-three PM. Like who oh, was yeah. That's that that's makes me think bad. it's a
1: placeholder. That makes you think it's some sort of odd computer calculated placeholder.
0: I, I don't know that 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 feels like a random stick and putt, like right after stick and putt time, especially because I, I you know, you go to like you, you say you go. For, I'm from Huntsville, you know, where we actually have an a, a amateur league where you go watch that. That's a, that sounds exactly like a game time where it's like, OK, we are going to start playing at 9.42 p.m. That's, what, that's when we're going to drop the puck. And it's like, OK, that's odd, but still it's amateur. Now, this, is, this is technically semi-pro, uh, semi-pro league as of the moment. So, here's, here's and... what I'm gonna say actually. So, if you actually look at the times, like
1: if you go down slowly, like and look at the times, it's like a slow increase in terms of like late, like how late it is. It's like very slow, like a minute or two, but it keeps going later and later for the most part.
0: And that to me, well, then is... I can. Then I, well, hang on. I'll point this out. I'm looking at this December 18th before their Christmas break. Eleven oh four p.m., January 6th, 11.06 p.m. So that kind of sh- that shakes it, and then you have the Fond du game game uh, on the seventh, that has a four minute jump. So I, I I hate to disrupt that you know discredit that theory, but I, I don't think you're correct. But look, with that. Okay,
1: but it goes from eleven oh one to eleven oh three to eleven oh four to eleven oh six to eleven ten.
0: I think that's just ice arena stuff, man. But here's, the I, I, but yeah. here's
1: another thing: those aren't all at the same arena. Those are three different arenas. One's in Dobson one's in Vail so like the the Dobson Raiders Raiders in Vail the next two are Reno and then the last two are uh City National
0: mm-hmm. so I, no, I, ours- I, uh, we'll see even like for the normal time games so you got the City National games versus and Be- Breckenridge 1228 1229 those are pretty normal times but they, that's I think those are that's a I think that's a Saturday and a um uh and a Saturday and a Sunday and those feel like normal ice times. They seriously do.
1: I don't know. Like, I feel like these are absol- I I think these are placeholders. Like, I, because here's the thing. I don't see why there's normal times like the first three, and then all of a sudden it goes weird. I think, I think these are going to be placeholders. They just haven't figured out the times because it's a little later.
0: I mean you got to figure out your times now I mean well, yeah. you gotta schedule this out like, this this was like a lot of kind of sitting on their hands just waiting till they show up so I hope they figure that out because I think
1: they will I, soon because yeah. they the last week or so they've been very very
0: active actually well I mean we've seen this with a bunch of leaks where they they say they're gonna do stuff they get really well, active for a bit and then all a while quite again.
1: To be absolutely fair, it's been a long while since any new Pro League has popped up. Heck, the last new Pro League was the Federal.
0: It was the Well, no, I'm, I'm speaking more of the idea of the IHL in Michigan. That's kind of what I'm making more of a reference <sighs> to.
1: Yeah, that that whole thing. But I will say, that actually, on the topic of, like, it's been a while since a Pro League, I kind of did a little digging Uh we have not there's not been a single decade since Meyer Pro Hockey has been recorded so we're talking like 1925 around there that a league hasn't been made so a league has always been made each decade and also there's always been a league that ha- at least one league that has ended
0: so are you are you saying that we should theoretically, if the pattern repeats itself, should see a league, not saying it's the WPHL, but we should see a league found itself within this decade.
1: Yes. I I, like, and you know what? No. And I think it's absolutely going to happen because I think there's going to be like, I'm looking out West and yes, not just the WPHL. The West has been on my radar for a couple of years now, because it just seems like you have Texas out from like Texas to like the Great Plains and out further west of the Rockies and uh, the Pacific, there's a lot of markets that aren't being uh, catered to when it comes to pro hockey that I know that they could handle it.
0: Mm. Well, I think the issue is right now, I think especially in the time where we're still kind of seeing a, a pro hockey recovering from COVID travel costs, that's the issue. I mean, I, I mean, you think the SPHL is bad when it comes to travel sometimes, uh, double that, in some cases, when it comes for the WPHL. I mean, these guys, I, I doubt they're going to travel by plane. I mean, they're going from Vegas to Santa Rosa, Vegas to Vail, Vegas to Reno. That's not a terrible trip. Uh, Breckenridge, which is pretty far from what I'm understanding. Park City, that's Utah. Um, NorCal, so that's Northern California, Vail, Reno. NorCal, is, actually,
1: uh, a little interesting because... That's a very, very recent name change.
0: It used to be the Stockton Stampede. Oh, so are you? Do you think that's any relation with the Stockton Heat moving to Calgary? No, no. It's 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 a separate team entirely.
1: But I do find it weird that they've just now changed the name. For the, for what I see. I think they may have moved closer to Sacramento, but I could also be wrong on that. Like it, I've been actually trying to figure out where this team is. I yeah, don't to know. be
0: fair, they're actually they're actually not playing any home games uh, within the the NorCal. Yeah, uh, they're just playing. They're playing. The um, one of two teams yeah. on the schedule
1: that don't uh, actually aren't hosting aren't hosting the Millionaires. The other one being Fond du Lac. which that one makes sense. I don't see Las Vegas traveling all the way to Wisconsin.
0: Yeah, plus sir, we, we have to remember at, at the point the WPHL right now is considered a semi pro league. These guys are basically going to be playing for somewhat for fun and somewhat as part of like, you know, a little extra income. So it, it's, I, again, this is a really interesting experiment. I, I do give the WPHL uh, some props for this because it's interesting. I mean, they're basically taking their, their their baby out, which is Las Vegas, and parading them around. And if I'm, unless I'm misremembering something, they're hosting tryouts in Massachusetts, yeah. I believe, very
1: soon. Yes. Uh, let me let me get the exact date here. Um, it's even on it's actually on the news thing. the most uh, recent. Yeah, Las Vegas Millionaires announced first creation camp September eighth and 9th in Bridgewater, Massachusetts.
0: All right. Well. Again, uh, w- w- how much was it the uh, the fee? Uh, let me see here, like the register. And uh, also, I'll do and the quick a, math. Uh, how many people are there?
1: So here's the. Uh... Let's see. So actually, something interesting. They're also doing this free agent camp for 2023-24 for when for when uh, they're playing on becoming full
0: professional so do you think this is kind of like a just like a, a build-up besides just las vegas being the kind of theoretical
1: it's doing a bit of both it's a uh, 250 dollars, by the way okay the, uh, so for any players that may be like listening to this and are like in like northeast area try this out uh the camp dates are 8th and 9th uh 2 to 4 p.m And according to them, at least three players from the free agent camp will be selected to attend the 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 main training camp.
0: Yeah, that's a little low for a new team. I mean, at
1: least it does say at least three. So I could definitely see more.
0: That's true. So I
1: mean, I I here's the thing. I'm just glad the because I was thinking for a little while that the league was just done we hadn't heard anything from them for months. I'm kind of glad that now we're actually hearing things and they're doing things. They're actually being active now because that shows me there's things going on, uh, like internally that they are actually working to get things going now. And I'm happy about that. And like I said, I think there should be more hockey out West because that there's a lot of places out West that, even used to be catered to, but just aren't anymore. And, and honestly, I am always a fan of having my pro hockey grow. So if, if they're putting in the work and they actually can get this off the ground, then I'm all for it.
0: Hey, I, I'm for too. then, but I, I have, I have my reservations. I'll hundred percent say that. I think there's some areas where they percent need some improvement, but oh, I if they can, yeah, if right. they can, if they can get this going, I, I would be 100% interesting, they, interested in watching this grow. So they they are on the right path again. That's for sure. Uh, I'll agree to that. So uh, speaking of growth, uh, I think There's this is going to be a very, very interesting conversation. And I think Mark touched on to my uh, segue. Uh, rumors have been flying, and I can confirm parts of this rumor. Uh, let me say that, and I'll kind of explain why, and I'll kind of I'll kind of lead this subject. A I can confirm parts of this rumor as well. For my own people, right. So back in Mark reminded me of this. I kind of forgot I even kind of told Mark about this a long time ago. Was it? No. Was did, did you tell it like It was early November. Okay. Yeah. So I, I, I like I, I, I thought I told nobody. But so in November, this will be November twenty twenty one. I, you know, I'm talking to people, blah blah blah. I'm told, hey, North Carolina is being brought up. You know, we're kind of looking maybe to expand their Knoxville, Fayetteville, Roanoke also. You know, you, you pull from that, uh, from that you know, that three state area of Virginia North Carolina and Tennessee. It's like, okay, yeah, we've heard the story before, because, and I thought this team was going to be Asheville. For those who who don't remember, the Asheville Aces were a part of the first ever SPHL season. They played one season total, uh, like the making tracks, and then left. Uh, they didn't even leave really; they just disintegrated. Uh, they they didn't really pull that well. It was kind of. I will not say it was an embarrassment, but it was not seen as a great uh, thing for the SPHL. And they've been, they. I will say, try in quotation marks. And I'll say try at the same time with seriousness, because there's been like a sect of owners within the SPHL wanting Asheville to kind of be a thing again, uh, because of mostly the tourism uh, that's been seeing a huge increase there. And well, so also, uh, the location, uh, like the location is really good. Oh yeah, for, I mean it's basically in between Fayetteville and Knoxville. It, it's perfect,
1: and so, I would help Fayetteville and Roanoke. Like it would just be that good centralized location for like it will help. I kind of don't, eh, kind of helps out Roanoke some,
0: but it gives that area another travel partner. Uh, yeah, it does. I mean, again, my my understanding has always been Asheville would be you know kind of brought in as a travel partner. That basically is first things first, kind of like how Birmingham was when Columbus uh, folded. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, probably that. Well, then the rumor mill has started to kick up again about North Carolina. And again, this is where I say I'm confirming parts. Right now, the rumor mill is saying Greensboro. I have asked people. I have got a very strange no response on some. I've been told yes by some people. I've been told no by some people. So right now, uh, just to give you guys, a, just to give you guys an idea about something, if you get no response, that usually means there's truth to it. So I'm I'm at the point where I'm leaning towards this being real. However, I'm I'm still waiting. I, I'm I want to see some more. I, I, I want to see more talks happen because there's there, there's always some new city that's rumored and apparently there's an ownership group and then one thing they, they hit a, they hit a roadblock and just it, it doesn't happen so it, Greensboro would be an interesting choice I, I again the issue for me would be um if you have been to the greensboro Coliseum a, a very famous Coliseum by the way for multiple reasons. It, very, it's very, big. It's a very big coliseum.
1: It's literally one of, if not the largest arenas in a con- in the entire United States. Which I is, think
0: it's isn't it bigger than Madison Square Gardens?
1: Yes. Oh, yeah. No. Like, let, I'm gonna look this up right now. List of arenas, U.S. Let's see. Yeah. No. It's it's literally the largest capacity. At it it's tied. No, I'm sorry. It is tied with the United Center, the United Center,
0: for highest mass capacity. And see, that's why I'm starting to believe this. That's why I, I want to think this might have some truth to it. But I, you, there's no way this could seriously happen. There's no way. Again, I, I I've had my criticisms of some of the newer teams where I think, yeah, your arenas might be a little too small. This <laughs> could be too big. Like this is like a no, CHL no. AHL territory, NHL and it just really. Here's because the thing they, here's had the, the, they had the Carolina hurricanes for two years where they were building the new arena in Rally. But, but here's the actually, but here's the problem.
1: You could easily make this a lower bowl only arena. And it actually worked at that point. And then also, like you're saying AHL and Easy the arena, I mean the arena's over
0: 60 years old. But it, but hey I here's what I'll say. They keep that arena apparently in very nice shape. Oh no! Because, I imagine like yeah. if they build a giant arena, I hope they keep it in good shape. Like, well, the, they, the ACC tournament still plays there, and they've been playing there since the '60s.
1: Yeah, I mean so they no had, you, yeah, they've had constant renovations and expansions too. So like since 1972, they've had four expansions and four renovations.
0: Yeah, and that that's that's like that's an amazing feat for an arena. Like that's that's unheard of normally.
1: So I mean, they they've done what they've. Can to keep that place up and going, which is good. That's what they should be. Um, but like I said, you could just make it a lower bowl only arena. I think it could work at that point. Uh, it's just I, at that I, point I, it probably because yeah. I would say this. It looks like about I say oh uh, anywhere from thirty like thirty to forty percent of the capacity is lower bowl. So I mean, at that point, if you're, at that point, you're dealing with like an arena the size of like Peoria, maybe a little smaller.
0: Oh man. But still, I mean, Peoria. I mean, what's the average around Peoria? Is it about three thousand? Was it that? Wasn't it that? That's and that. Yeah, and it's down. But I mean, just. I mean, and Peoria is a ten thousand seat arena. I don't. I don't keep these numbers on me. Yeah, yeah. 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 Peoria's about ten thousand.
1: it's like nine thousand nine hundred nineteen oh. seat, which is I mean, really specific,
0: but. I mean the issue is we'll talk about you know, the kind of like the market itself in a second if uh, if this ever happens because uh, I have some comments I'll, I'll make but I, I don't know how you how, how you you have a ten thousand seat arena where you're already going to have to tarp off the top section or, or at least block those off you're going to have to market this thing which by the way it's not like oh they're starting up this season haha. It's okay, Twenty twenty. it's 2020, yeah, 20, 23 24. It's you're, I just see there's a lot of problems. I, I just, I can poke at with this idea of Greensboro going to the SPHL. It's just a lot.
1: But you know what? Here's the thing I think it would be a, you know, we're gonna, if we're gonna talk about market. I think it would be an excellent market. However, there is a caveat to this. And also, I want to, actually, before I get into that, I want to say I've got it from one of my sources, and this would have been a few weeks ago before, like, the rumor really got spread around. uh, I got told to me a few weeks ago that this place was, like, really freaking close. Like, apparently, this is a thing that's going to happen. Now, things could change, but I've been told... uh, Certain things are in the works.
0: <laughs> I mean, man, man, I mean the, the, again, just the okay. Let me just get into my thoughts. We know about what happened with Danville, I, I, and, and their move from the FPHL to the SPHL. I am one hundred percent of the belief. I have not been told this. I have not asked about this because I try to keep things pretty. You know, I don't like starting fights. But I am one hundred percent of the belief that yeah, that was a move by the SPHL to mess with the FPHL with, with Danville. I I am 100% of that belief. Market. I'm not saying this is your opinion. This is my opinion. This feels like a move to mess with another FPHL market because guess and, who's right right close by.
1: Yes, and that's what I was going to get into. 30 minutes from Greensboro is a little town called Winston-Salem. Winston-Salem used to have SPHL hockey. They don't anymore. In fact, they have federal professional hockey league for prospects hockey league and, and with the uh, Carolina Thunderbirds.
0: Oh, Mark, there you, there you go. I lost you for oh. a second. <laughs> oh, okay. there you go. Yeah. So there's just, there's just, there you go. You're back. All right. You're not an issue. Uh, but yeah, there's this little Fed team that you might have heard of them called the Carolina Thunderbirds, one of the most successful Fed teams uh, in the league's history. Uh, they're thirty minutes. The lesson, like I literally like calculated like the distance on Google Maps. Th- about thirty minutes, give yeah. or take. I, I, I'm sorry. Whenever I when when I see that, I all I can think of, oh, is oh, here we go, because this feels like it, if this does happen, it feels like it's a shot at the uh, Fed again, and I really feel like the SPHL is not in a position to start taking shots at the Fed at the at the rate they're going to try to. It feels like, uh, because. You 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 lost Biloxi. Biloxi, by the way, was in a, basically a dogfight between the SPHL and the Fed. Fed won that one. I'm sure the SPHL is not loving how probably Baton Rouge is up next, which is near their stopping old stopping grounds of Lafayette. And it's just all I can think of is just why are you doing this? So I really, I just is it remember remember my old half joke. And I, I still sometimes say it, we're gonna we're gonna see like either the Fed and the SPHL come to a giant fight or we're gonna see them merge. Doesn't it feel like it's becoming more of a reality?
1: I mean I'm just okay. So yes, but also no, like I don't know. It there's a lot of things between the leagues that are both similar but yet so very different. And I don't, I don't know. Like, I can, but here's the thing I can understand why they would, why the league would still want Greensboro. It's still a good in between, especially now. Like, if they would get uh, Greensboro, oh, that's right smack dab in between Roanoke and Fayetteville. Like, and then you still have that travel partner for them in Knoxville, too. Like, it would be fun. Like, it would actually be a phenomenal location. So I can't really base it off of just oh, you know, it's a shot at the Fed. Like the location itself is spectacular for the league. So I mean, if this team does happen, then honestly it's a it's great for the league, just on that alone. And Greensboro, I mean it's a not a small place. I mean, we're talking three hundred thousand people and a metro of s- Seventy-eight, like seven hundred eighty thousand, and like, yes, Winston same is probably based, like, in that. Yeah, like, it's all part of that. But when Greensboro itself is three hundred thousand, you'll likely get, like, at least a few thousand hockey fans
0: coming to that arena every night. Well, that that's true, but here is the problem for me. This is why I am asking the, the 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 dreaded question: Why now? It feels like it's too much of a coincidence in my mind. You have Carolina Thunderbirds being super successful. Greensboro has not had hockey since 2004 when their ECHL team went away. And this feels like it feels like another strike at the at the Fed. When again you have a, a successful Carolina team, you need a travel partner for uh Roanoke and Fayetteville, and it feels like it's the perfect chance just to take a shot at the Fed. I just I feel like this is really Really, just rooted in, you know, haha, we can go at, at the Fed again. And we can, you know, and it's just, it's not needed. This, this feels like a chance. This feels like they're just taking another chance. And I, I don't care for it. I, I guess
1: I don't see it the same way you do because I do see like, I, their location, like I said, I think it's perfect for the league. It's, and honestly, given how on an island, both Roanoke and Faithville typically feel having someone having another league, like another team right there, like basically halfway between them would help so much, especially in scheduling. Cause Lord, I their scheduling is about as bad as it was with Peoria and uh, Evansville for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> like, it, like, like, and like that alone, like I can understand like that, like that to me brings, the reason like all the reason they need to bring Greensboro in like, like I said, the market size is plenty. And I I just think that this is what like, and like I said, if they need to this make, just make the arena lower bowl only. We have plenty of seats still.
0: Yeah. Just, uh, I I don't know. Maybe. Again, maybe this is just me where I am. Where I'm thinking red flag, red flag, red flag, and I and that and that I'll mention that sometimes I, 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 you know, whenever I'm doing stuff, I'm like, I am seeing red flags. Here are the red flags, people. Red flags, red flags, red flags. Right. Look at the red flags, please. But again, maybe this again the issue is though still location. I don't I don't like how it feels like a fight in, in terms of you're right next to in Salem, literally right next to them. You have uh, that giant arena again, huge, literally. I'm not just saying that literally. No, like it, is, it, it's, yeah. it's literally huge. Yeah, and why now? Uh, out of all time, like that. Those are like the three things where I'm like, mm, "That's that's something." So, oh, well, okay. There's another part of
1: the rumor that came out later. This is. Now, this part is absolutely just a rumor. I'm not sure. I cannot confirm this or deny this. Um, supposedly, what's part of the rumor is the owners, the supposed owners of this potential team is the same as the Greensboro Swarm of
0: the G League, NBA G League. So are they are they seeing this basically as a way to get butts and seats and like just maybe they'll lose money? I mean, does does Rainbow even still have an ice plant? I just I just think about that. I I, I imagine they do. Let's see. I, you know what? Hold on.
1: I can uh, look up something here. Let's see here. I I guess I don't see why they wouldn't. And even if they don't, it wouldn't. Like, there's ways to get ice pretty easily, and that I, like.
0: Oh, you I mean, oh, know, yeah, there's, there's a portable, there's portable ice. That's how they got the Biloxi games going. That's how I think they're going to get the... Um, um. Oh, no, well, Baton Rouge Bank, still yeah. had... To be fair, even while they were doing the press conference for Baton Rouge,
1: they were, like, doing ice gain in the background. So they have an ice plant or something going on already there, whether it's temporary yeah. or not, I don't know, but... Uh,
0: I, I just... This feels like a, a really... Again, this feels like a really big investment... For a huge arena, and again, where I feel like you could get the ECHL or possibly the AHL. Again, if the again, right now, like everyone seems to believe, Charlotte's going to be moving. See, uh, the, the I wasn't sure if I was
1: going to if I mention that, but yeah, Charlotte is a, a big rumor right now. There's a whole lot of stuff of that. That I mean, I don't people even are wanna...
0: saying they're going to arena. Uh, which I, I don't, I'm not sure because you got the gladiators there, but it's just like
1: there. That's a whole um, other can of worms for another day. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, I and know. of course I usually don't
0: cover the the ECHL e- AHL stuff, but it's just like that's been like that's been like percolating like the SPHL stuff because everyone's like wondering because I mean again well, it's the south. Here, so this is why I love minor
1: hockey. There is stuff around every corner every year, and what can happen can have ripple effects throughout, every single league, nearly.
0: Yeah, because, I mean, I I guess since I accidentally brought it up and I probably shouldn't have and probably took this off course, I mean, if Charlotte, the AHL team, does move to Atlanta, that's going to have ripple effects for Macon because, again, Macon and Atlanta are not that far apart. It's about an hour and a half, I think, the last time I did the trip. So it's like... Uh, you know, oh, no, well, see see the like, SPHL team or the AHL that alone, team? like that switch would
1: have ripple effects. Because here's the thing if the Atlanta AHL team happens, there's not going to be a gladiators, they're oh, yeah, they're, they're you're going to move or they're going to end right there. And then, what is hap- what happens to start it? Do they go to the ECHL or do they even go down into the SPHL? Like, I've heard, and like, there's this whole thing, like just that alone, is going to cause ripple effects. Let alone anything else that happens, like elsewhere in minor pro hockey. Like that alone is going to cause a shakeup.
0: Yeah, I mean it, it, it. I mean it's probably going to reach the ECHL, which not the ECHL, but the SPHL, because I, I really think again there's things going on possibly with one very successful e- SPHL team. That's all I'll say. And, of course, everyone's wondering if they, they would make a jump. I think if things happened, it would be a good time to make a jump, uh, considering uh, some th- papers happen to line up. So uh, it, it, it would be an interesting time. Um, I guess at this point, what, what do, you, do you think in the long term a Greensboro SPHL team would, would be successful? I am of the belief that if you market a team well enough,
1: no matter where it is, it will work. I think if they get – they have the population base. They absolutely do. Like, they can get three, 4,000 people into that arena with the population base that they have. They can also – but it would still require some marketing. Greensboro Swarm, uh, let's see here. If we're actually going to go off of the Greensboro
0: Swarm – well I, mean, well, I mean, here's an idea. Why? I mean, we, we see this with like Barcelona. They have a, they have the, their own basketball team. They basically just call them still Barcelona, um, just to kind of bring in a, a football basketball uh, football as in soccer reference. Um, why um, could, could we see them the, the SPHL team be called like the Georgia Ice Swarm? I mean, could they could they use that as like kind of like a You know how football teams used to be. Named I could the see them going. Teams? To, I'm not sure how
1: trademarks are, but I could see them going for one of the old uh, nostalgia
0: brands as we started to see it more and more of too oh oh after the whole mississippi was thing the, you, the the leagues are locking down those old trademarks if they can well, so i don't know they may not have all of them though like there's a lot
1: of old uh like greensboro had a few teams
0: yeah the generals and the monarchs those are like the only two really actually well there and was like, even
1: two there was two different Monarchs, i think too
0: yeah, well, they also have some very similar war
1: team. What it was was there was the Greensboro Monarchs of the ECHL. Then they went to the AHL to be the Greensboro Monarchs, which, by the way, for the 90s, that logo was really freaking good. Uh, if you ever see the AHL Monarchs logo, it's really good. And then they had the Greensboro Generals of the ECHL again.
0: Mm.
1: So... So, they have three different names right there. Carolina Monarchs, Greensboro Generals, and the Greensboro Monarchs. Bam, right there. There's three names. And there's probably other names as well, given history. Like, that arena's been around since, like I said, the 50s. So, likely there's other teams and other ways they can pull from. And I know there's actually even a uh, Greens – and, like, they've had Greensboro Generals. That's been the main one because they use that for the all. Well, uh, you would
0: have to think the monarchs name because that's the m- more recent of them. No, actually, the, no. Uh, generals is. Well, I mean, I mean, look, look, to, I was, was going to correct myself, but the the monarchs has been the more popular, I would say, or at least more well known of the names. So but
1: generals uh, is still actually used for uh, Greensboro hockey, mm. because I believe. Let me just make sure here. Uh,
0: Research time. Research time. So,
1: yeah, like there, I think there is still some like junior hockey, I believe,
0: that still uses the Greensboro General's name. Yes. Uh. Well, I mean, when it comes to like when it comes to like junior hockey, I mean, I've seen like literal like teams like junior teams, by the way, like use like the Havoc logo, and this was like in Iowa, so it's not like oh, it's like the middle of nowhere like Europe. It's like you know in the states still, so it's like when it comes to junior hockey logos or in kind of, trademarks, are a little more lenient because you know it's junior teams. So, yeah, yeah,
1: so like I'm on. I think we're both on the boat of. This is a high chance of happening, but we're on different boats of how we think it's going to play out.
0: I, I don't, I, I think we're very, I, I, I won't say that exactly. I think we're on the same idea of this is very much a possibility and we're kind of waiting for a little, like, little more solid ground before saying it's 100% happening. But I think, I think where we're disagreeing is kind of like the intent of this team happening. So, I, I think that's where we fall. I think that's where we kind of disagree, really, because I'm a, I'm of the belief there's this is like taking a shot at the Fed mostly, and I think you're of the belief like oh it just happens to line up perfectly. So. Like it, do,
1: I mean, it kind of does. Like we're talking, like it's almost perfectly in between Roanoke and Fayetteville. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm sure and, and You know what? And if we're going down that potential Charlotte route, it's right in between there too. Like it's like the center of the triangle of those three
0: places. Oh, I doubt. I doubt Charlotte drops to the SPHL. If Charlotte goes to the SPHL, then like the SPHL has a ja- the the biggest win of all time by pure luck, you know. But I mean, I'm gonna, I'm gonna actually do a little callback to last week. Did you expect Peoria to drop down? <laughs> well, I mean, Peoria they kind of got screwed by the Blues. They didn't well, get but screwed here's the by thing their thing, age, Peoria
1: the at that time, though. Like we we go back to 2013, Peoria. SPL game Peoria
0: was huge It's happened before It could. Well happen. I mean Peoria is a mid-sized market Charlotte literally has an NFL team an NBA team and a, and a, But not the thing is though like,
1: The biggest issue is the arena I, I'll be real blunt with saying that The arena isn't very From what I've heard from Multiple people The arena isn't very good Especially for an AHL level
0: yeah, because like it's literally, it's literally like one of the oldest operating arenas
1: in the country, and that's why they could. That's why maybe even the ECHL will not want them, mm. and therefore, but the SPHL could. I mean, again, we're already we're talking about Greensboro with their older arena. Like yes, they can upkeep it, but
0: well, it's still they, old. Apparently, the Bojangles' call is like not even that well kept up like an older arena. Because I mean, they, again, they have they have the um, the uh, Hornets arena. So that really is kind of their main arena and Charlotte. So, yeah,
1: but, and I, and I always does a little bit irk me that that arena was not made for, uh, to include like hockey specifications, but, uh, that's why. Oh I, yeah. That, that's a
0: basketball only only arena right there. Yep. Uh, same deal with Memphis. Hi, River Kings. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you, uh, you, you're, you're never going to FedEx. <laughs> uh, but yeah, anyway, like all I'm saying is that Charlotte,
1: I I don't want Charlotte to leave the NHL. I love Charlotte as a market. It's one of my favorite markets. At hell, if it if they ever actually built a better like hockey arena, they should try for the tippy top. That the freaking Hurricanes should think about moving there because well, the I mean, Charlotte area is growing so
0: much. The, the Hurricanes arena is pretty new still. I mean, it was built like what ninety. It was like it was like literally like. It's it's like maybe like it's less than twenty five years old, so they're not close to like. Yeah, but if we're I,
1: talking like we're if we're talking like five ten years down the road though.
0: Well, still, but
1: it's and, like, and let's be real, major well, major stadiums of all kinds are typically uh major stadiums of all kinds are have a
0: a shorter uh, lifespan nowadays. Yeah, but it's like I think that I think they got renovated in like. 2017? I mean Can't again that know? could last
1: for like 10, like that, sorry, five years ago.
0: That could That's last true. for 10, 15 years. Oh, uh, the time I just it, so, five years ago. You're making me feel old. Oh uh, don't don't even get me started. Yeah. Man, uh okay. Uh well mm, on that note, uh is there anything else you want to bring up besides making me feel like a, a like a boomer? I am older than you for stars. And also,
1: uh, here here's something uh that'll make you feel well make me feel a little old. So the Quasi Storm oh their arena got a new name today.
0: Okay, I guess uh, from- I hate I hate this new arena name. I know it's the name of the sponsor, but Vibrant Arena, like no. It's okay. The reason okay. Yeah, they're
1: going from the Taxpayer center to vibrant arena at the mark. Now you're probably for people who are listening to this who may not know. probably wondering wait why is it called at the mark well not because of me for starters but (laughs) back when the arena was first built for like a decade for like over a decade um it was called the mark of the quad cities so that's what it was for like 10 almost 15 years was the mark of the quad cities and people still called it the mark to this day and now they're actually bringing that name back while also still having that local sponsorship because vibrant is a uh, local is a quasi local bank so having vibrant as the arena name makes it more local as, as besides tax layer and brings back that name that people call the arena m-
0: most part anyway I don't know man the tax layer arena uh, not tax arena but the uh, tax layer center name was kind of cool. I yeah, it, but so. I think this works
1: better for the market. This absolutely yeah. works better for the market.
0: I mean, like the, the hustle doesn't even have like the ice like have like a, a like a sponsor name like they, oh like uh, a puri
1: doesn't have any sort of sponsorship with like the civic center doesn't have a sponsorship and the arena itself just called Carver Arena.
0: Yeah, well, I mean that's because like the college. So does that mean like the college has like a thing? Maybe no, uh, no, no, no. So Carver was
1: the name, I think is the name of the mayor. Like, who got who uh oh, I was confusing that Bradley, I was confusing that
0: Bradley, okay. That, yeah.
1: And besides, that's Renaissance, and Renaissance is still just the name of the uh building as well, like, that's just the name. There's no spot, the only place, the only sports arena or sports anything in Peoria that's uh named like after a company is Dozer Park, Uh which okay. that's Caterpillar, yeah. Oh. at least that one's not even like caterpillar Stadium. It's like Dozer park. Like it's not Yeah. It's
0: it's kind of creative. Yeah, it is. All right. Well, I I think that is it. Uh Mark, uh, do you have anything else coming out soon in regards to the prospector website? Uh let's see. Like I have I have a couple things in mind. I've been, uh
1: earlier today I actually uh talked about like something you want to uh, if you want to uh follow me the prospector At prospector hcky, because I will sometimes talk about like minor little stuff. Like earlier today, I talked about uh the Idaho Falls market that they have this, they're building this new, brand new uh 6000 seat arena, but and it's going to be mainly used for hockey, like that's the main sport that they're trying to go for. But this year, they're having USPHL premier division level hockey, which for reference sake, that's like tier three, which is like NA3HL level. So it's like the same. as like the Peoria Mustangs. And just like having, and next season, they're actually going to the uh, NCDC, which that's the same level as uh, that's tier two, which so that's like the North American hockey league, a little better, but still for a brand new, Six thousand seat arena. I've they they've talked about a Meyer Pro team, and I feel like that's what should go in there and not a, a junior team. I'll say though, the the name of the team though, the Idaho Falls Spud Kings, absolutely excellent.
0: <laughs> yeah, it is. All right.
1: Well, so yeah. Go follow uh,
0: me there and. I don't know.
1: Like, I'm very spur of the moment when it comes to uh, to like articles I write, so
0: you never know. Maybe something will just pop up one day. Yes, and well, if you want to follow me at MyLeagueRando on Twitter, you can. And also, I'll see you talking minors Monday night, always 12 on Sports, 8.30 p.m. Eastern. Until then, we will see you next Friday. Of course, uh, these are recorded, so... Uh, who knows? Something happens. Supposedly, Macon's going to announce their coach. They didn't during this. I've double checked multiple times. Yeah, let's see one more time. So let's see if they actually do it tonight. Otherwise, though, I uh, hope you guys have a great week. Until then, we will see you next Friday night. Let- hey everyone, this is Rando. Real quick, but well, right before the episode's ending, uh, just want to add real quick. I forgot to say this in the episode, but we are also having a, now a voicemail line. So if you want to call in, give your opinions on the show, anything like that, uh, there is a number uh, besides just the voice messenger uh, link that we do provide uh, with the episode. If you just want to call, leave us a little voicemail. It is 205-928-3041. Once again, that number is 205-928-3041. So we, again, Call that number if you want to tell us how we're wrong, tell us how you're always right, and tell us, you know, hey, uh, stop. stop, Just stop doing your thing. I mean, hey, you feel free to tell us that. Or tell us, hey, something, you got a question. You want me and Mark uh, to reply to something you think, hey, this is kind of interesting. Uh, Anything like that, feel free to give that number a call. Leave the voicemail, and you could be right here on Two Minutes Roughing. All right, everyone, have a great weekend.